and welcome to the ADHD Fest podcast. The podcast all about ADHD with a little tiny bit of magic thrown in there. How are we? I haven't seen you for a week. How have you been getting on? I've had a nice week. The kids are back at school. Theo, for some reason, my youngest, was off until the 9th of January, can you believe? First week with them both back in school, slowly getting back into the routine of things. I hope you've been having a good week too. I'm just going to get straight into the topic today because I feel like I've got a lot to say on it and it's going to take up the whole of our time. Today, I'm talking all about cyclical living with ADHD. It's something you may have heard of before or you may think, I have absolutely no clue what you're talking about, Tara. Well, it's a good job I'm here to explain. Cyclical living, all it is, it's the tracking of our monthly cycles. And yes, if you're a man listening, you might think, I don't have a monthly cycle, but you do. I'm going to explain how. I think we're mostly women on here, but men, you are welcome too. Those of us that don't have monthly hormonal cycles, you can still track your cycle. I'm going to explain it all now. You can track your monthly cycles either by your menstrual period or if you don't have a period, you can also track it by the moon, which if you've ever looked into the moon and how it works, it's so strange the way it mirrors our menstrual cycle. It's It's got to be linked in some way and there's things going back in history that say it's linked. I haven't got time to look into all that because I'll get down a rabbit hole and we haven't got time for that. But just trust me, they're linked. Also, the seasons of your cycle, whether it be the moon or your period, mirror the actual literal seasons. So we're talking spring, summer, autumn, winter, which again, a little bit of a coincidence, but I don't believe in coincidence. We're going to get into it today on what the benefits are of tracking your cycle, how can you can use that information once you've tracked it. And it's really honestly This is one of my main top tips. I've had such a breakthrough since using this for my ADHD specifically. It's been great. It's particularly good if you are an entrepreneur or if you are a stay-at-home parent. It's really good as well. It's great for people who make their own hours and they can kind of fudge their own time and what they're doing on a particular day. But if you work full-time in a job, there's ways to make it work for you too. And also just for your home life you know, social occasions, things like that. I'm going to talk firstly and foremostly about hormones because yes, part of this is you can track it through your period. Hormones generally massively affect your ADHD. There's been hundreds of studies into it. We haven't got any definitive answers yet on exactly what hormone affects what part of ADHD, but it's well known that your hormones work in regulating your communications between your brain cells, which can negatively impact your executive function, which we already struggle with. On a personal note, I 100% feel this every month. It's been obvious way before I was even diagnosed with ADHD. I would call it my brain fog and my brain would just go. It's a bit like baby brain, I suppose, for um, mothers. But the hormones, they just mess with you and my ADHD symptoms personally heighten when I'm on my period. Funnily enough, just before, I have the most productive time ever. (laughs) Today is one of them days and I'm like batching content. My brain is working clearly. I can think fast and I'm coming up with things that work. But I'm under no illusion that that is hormones because it lasts very, very briefly. 
Um, and then once I am in that menstrual period, even my medication doesn't work. There's nothing that can fight the ADHD on those days, let me tell you now. My husband will attest to that. <laughs> Luckily, it's such a small period of the month. Um, but also, it is thought that the moon can affect us in these ways as well. A lot of times, women's cycles can follow the moon. They don't have to, but the majority of women's cycles do follow the moon in some way. And also, the moon affects the tides and water. And as we know, our bodies are made up of the majority of water. So why wouldn't it affect us? So tracking any cycles. And also, I want to make a note here, just the cycles of you. We're cyclical beings. We live in a rhythm. Everything comes back around. Even if you don't think there's a pattern to your ADHD, the good days and the bad days, whether you're male, female, you have a period, you don't have a period, related to hormones or not. I promise you, if you find a way, and I know it's hard because you've got to stay consistent, but um, if you find a way to track your feelings, your highs, your lows, your ups, your downs, and your symptoms and behaviors of ADHD, you will start to see a pattern emerge and it's a cyclical pattern. So there's massive benefits to tracking that. So how do we track it? I'm going to tell you right now. And this is very simple because I've only got one instruction and that is download the Stardust app. I nearly clapped my hands then, but I realized it was going to be really loud on this mic. I feel passionate about this app. I'm not affiliated with it in any way. It's absolutely free to use. I don't understand how they've made it free because it's so good. Obviously, as with anything on this podcast or anyone else's, take what works for you and leave what doesn't. But I know so many people that have tried this app and absolutely loved it. And for me personally, with ADHD, it just holds my attention. It gives me a little buzz using it and tracking things in there. I find it interesting. It's better than getting out my pen and notepad and just noting something down and getting no feedback whatsoever. This app, you put in what you track in and it spits out little facts for you and helps with why you might be feeling that way and stuff. So it's just, it's a really entertaining app and it's really insightful and useful. It's fun too. And I think that's half the battle. And I know with ADHD, we want to find the fun, but why doesn't everyone just find the fun? You know, neurotypicals, shouldn't we all just find the fun? Do we have to make it boring? Why would we do that when the op- there's an option there? We can make it fun or we can make it boring. May as well make it fun, eh? So yes, I'm going to repeat that again. It's Stardust. So exactly how you would spell Stardust. S-T-A-R-D-U-S-T. And highly recommend it. It's the only thing I've ever used. Um, another good option about it is as you log into Stardust and register with them, they will ask you, are you interested in your menstrual cycle? Are you interested in the moon? Or are you interested in a bit of both? And it tracks both. So it doesn't just track your period, it tracks the moon as well. And it also just has options to track you as a general person. So it really covers all the topics that I've been talking about today. And that is why I love, love, love it. So go and get it, download it now, then come and thank me later. So what are we tracking exactly? So I'm just going to go through very quickly the different stages and how they all correspond to each other of your period, the moon, and also the seasons. Um, and I've taken this from a book that I read, which got me into all this called Do Less. And that's by Kate Northrup, which I'll put in the show notes below. But um, 
She goes into this in a lot more detail. So I'm just going to briefly explain it to you here for the purposes of the podcast. So the first stage, and it's cyclical, slick, God, I can't speak, cyclical, remember. So there is no start and end really. It's a big old circle, but I'm going to start with the follicular stage. The follicular stage of your period corresponds to a waxing crescent moon which corresponds to, both of them correspond to spring. And this is when, sorry, I did have this up on my phone for notes so that I would be able to tell you. Here we are. So Kate Northrup says that this is when a good time for starting things, starting new things, brainstorming and planning. So the same way as in spring, you might plant seeds, things start to blossom, things start to grow. That's what you're going to be doing in this stage of your cycle. Next, we have ovulation, which is equivalent to a full moon, which is the equivalent of summer. That is when you should be connecting, getting out there and collaborating and communicating. It's a real social time, which if you think about it, summer really is. It's a great way to remember it. Summer is when we're on holidays, we're having fun, the kids are off school, we're doing play dates, we're just hanging out in the sun in a beer garden, hopefully. Then next, we've got the luteal phase. This corresponds to the waning crescent and also autumn. So this is your time to harvest. So this is when you're going to do detail-oriented work. You're going to be bringing projects to completion and you're going to be tying up those loose ends, which absolutely corresponds to harvesting and autumn time. Think of pumpkin picking. That's where we're going to grow our pumpkins. We're going to plant them seeds in spring and we're going to reap them in autumn. Next Last but not least is the menstrual phase and that corresponds to a new moon and that is our season of winter. This is the time of rest, evaluation of what you've done over the cycle and research for the next stage of the cycle. I think Kate Northrup calls it a fertile void. So like when you sow the seeds in a field, you harvest them in autumn and then the field has to be left with nothing in it for a while to become fertile again. And that's the same for us. We need that rest period. So we're looking at this whole cycle, not over a year of seasons, but over a month. And that's what you're trying to track within that Stardust app. You could correspond to those things that I've just laid out there. They might make sense to you. I'll share this picture of Kate Northrup's book and those little notes over on my Instagram if you want to go and check it out there. I'm just on ADHD Fest is my name over there. I'll put that up there so you can screenshot it if you want. But if you don't correspond with these things, say in your follicular stage, your springtime, you're actually really tired, that's okay. You don't have to follow these rules. You just need to know what happens for you in that period. You know, a lot of us have hormonal issues or maybe just the ADHD burnout. Sometimes it just comes at certain times of the month and it's too much. So we're really just getting to know ourselves and our own cycle. It doesn't have to follow these rules. I have found that although I don't follow the moon and that cycle, my hormonal phases really do fit in with what Kate Northrup set out in her book. You really just want to get to know over like a month, two months. You can start experimenting straight away if you want, see how you feel, where you land on these different weeks. I mean, like the ovulation phase is only like three days and then period can be anywhere from two to seven. So they're not one week you're this, the next week you're that. 
You just need to work out where you are and when those land for you and how you feel and what you feel up to doing. How do we then use that information that we've tracked? This is the exciting part and this is what has made such a difference for me. I cannot tell you enough. Please try it. If you're struggling with burnout, I was burnt out all the time and I couldn't work out why. And therapy has helped for sure. You know, I've worked out that I can push too hard sometimes, you know, on them days where you feel like you can do everything. Turns out you probably shouldn't push yourself to that level because then you're going to be burnt out for like a week afterwards. So that plays into it. But really, utilizing this information that I've gathered and tracked means I just hardly ever burn out. It might be like one day a month, which was unheard of before. So let me explain to you. Once you have reliably found your pattern that is unique for you, look a few months ahead in your diary and just pencil those in across those months. Sometimes there's events that we can't change that are in there like someone's wedding or, you know, some kind of operation or something can be in there that you can't move and you have no control over. But a lot of things we can, especially a few months in advance. You might box off some days that are in your ovulation, full moon, summer phase, and you've already tracked it and you know that you do feel sociable and outgoing on those days. And guess what? You can plan in your days out with your friends. I don't know about you, but I 100% am so guilty of feeling so social, so excited, so outgoing and booking a million lunches with like every friend and their dog and just like, oh my God, I can't wait to see. I'm so excited. And I genuinely am so excited to see them. And then it gets to the day and I just would rather lie in bed, speak to no one. I don't want to go anywhere. I hate myself for booking this lunch out. Even though I really love the friend, it just is my worst nightmare. Rather stick pins in my eyes at that point. And I think to myself, why? Why do I do this to myself every single time? I know when it comes around, I don't want to do it. But it turns out if I book it in that summer phase, in my ovulation phase, guess what? I absolutely do still want to do it. I absolutely am excited to see my friends and I have the best time. And then in that rest period in um, the winter, the new moon, guess what? I don't book to go anywhere. I am in bed watching Netflix. Sometimes I'll do some of my hobbies. Maybe I'll finish off a little bit of work, do a bit of research, but there is nothing taxing in my diary for those days. And it just works beautifully. And to be honest, I end up actually wanting to do more on those days so I have my rest and then maybe I'll just go and try a recipe I've never tried before and I end up just not getting the burnout it's honestly like magic it really is please do give this a try it also helps to keep lists so when you are feeling good try and write a list of tasks you could get done within each of the phases for me I obviously work for myself I run this brand ADHD fest So in my springtime, that's when I'm planning. That's when I am writing down content ideas, ideas for podcasts. That's when I'm thinking, oh, what digital products might people want? By the way, if you've got any suggestions for them, do send them my way because somehow I find it difficult to know what you as an audience member might want. I don't know whether it's part of my neurodiversity, but because I know what I know, I sometimes think "Mm, that's a bit simple to put into a product. Like everyone knows that. And then I tell it to a friend and they're like, oh, wow, that's really interesting. I didn't know that. And I can help people, but I just can't visualize what they might need help with. So if you need help with something, you've got suggestions for printables or whatever, please do send them my way. 
Um, so that's what I would be doing in the spring, just planting seeds. In summer, I would be making connections. So I would be out and about. I would maybe be doing lives on Facebook and Instagram, making TikToks, feeling sociable. A lot of the time doing these podcasts, although I do find doing the podcasts and talking and not showing my face works better for me in my autumn period in that um, luteal phase which is where I am now but when I'm in the summer yeah get my face on camera I don't care I've got plenty to talk about plenty to meet up I love brainstorming with people that's when I'm going to do all my socializing and my events around the business and then it gets to that menstrual period as I said that winter that fertile void and that's when I'm in bed I'm tucked up I'm warm don't speak to me do not speak to me in that time I'm feeling good, I've got my chocolates, I'm watching Netflix and I'm just chilling out and I have no guilt around chilling out either because I know I've worked within my pattern and I'm just so productive. You would think having that rest makes you less productive but honestly the burnout took out so much of my productive time that this is just, it's like magic. Please try it, please let me help you. Listen to this podcast again, take it in, get the book Do Less by Kate Northrup. Maybe get it on audiobook. It is a bit of a slow burn when you're reading it and I have covered some of the information here. But as always, any questions whatsoever, I'm an open book. I love answering them. So just message me. I've had so many Actually, I'm going to take this moment now to just say thank you so much um, to those of you that have messaged me privately or commented on any of my posts publicly. I started this podcast not knowing whether anyone would listen. I just felt passionate about the subject and wanted to talk. So I just talked to myself in my living room. As you can hear, I don't really come up for air. And I've just had some of the... Oh, I'm not going to cry, but I've just had some of the most heartfelt lovely messages sorry from people that are just starting out and honestly I relate so much it's just uh, your messages make such a difference to me hearing how you relate to stupid things like on one of my podcasts one of the girls in a group I'm in messaged me and said oh my god after I had my baby I didn't know how to dress either I felt like I should dress as a mom and me saying that out loud on the podcast felt daunting because I felt so stupid and I just thought what a stupid first world problem and no one's going to relate to this and so many people have and I haven't got a big what's the listener audience yet it's not super large but those that are listening so many are messaging me saying you just binge listening to all the podcasts and I, I am I'm so grateful it makes me feel so happy that I enjoy doing this and you're getting something valuable from it so I will continue to do these for as long as you want to hear them and maybe even past that because I just enjoy doing them but yes please come and say hi to me on Instagram I'm also on TikTok I'm going to up my game on TikTok I've had a few thoughts around it I'm mostly on Instagram I'm also on Facebook Come say hi, ADHD Fest. Lovely to speak to you and I'll catch you next week. Bye.